Welcome to Grace Intersect. The goal of this podcast is to help us have an increasingly clear understanding of grace. My name is Jerry Moldenhauer. Thank you for joining us today. 2020 has been the year of canceled, rescheduled, revised, and subject to change without notice. This applies to many events, including some that are major life moments. But it doesn't take a pandemic to have a tumultuous engagement season. The last episode of Grace Intersect was about my son and his bride's wedding, how it had so much uncertainty as they navigated the world of COVID-19. The fact that it happened at all, let alone in such a beautiful way, was amazing. Goodness, generosity, and grace went out for Stephen and Maddie. Ultimately, the incredible craziness of planning a wedding during the pandemic couldn't steal their joy and memories of this special day. The drive for intimate, loving relationship comes from deep within our souls. We want to know and be known in a safe relationship where the purest love possible blends each person into fulfilling intimacy with the other. Today, a very special guest will share about another engagement period, though pandemic-free, which was also turbulent. It happens to include me. While the stressors were different, the joyous outcome was similar. Meet a very special guest, Paula, my wife of over 31 years. She is the one I would do it all over again for. Ah, honey, that's good to know. Actually, I already know because you've told me so many times. And it's very true. I would. Well, looking back at age, what, 37, 38, I wasn't sure about ever getting married until you came along. You definitely caught my attention. You were, and still are, beautiful, smart, sweet, relational. But the spirit deep within you, that's what compelled my attention to continue And boy, did it ever continue. Paula, you want to share some of that story? You want me to start with our tumultuous engagement period? (laughs) Sure. I bet there are some other people that could probably identify with some of that. I'm sure everyone has their own story. And hopefully, every story also points to God's grace and goodness and generosity, like you mentioned at the beginning of this, because it truly was his leading and peace that carried us through that time. It started in a happy place, Lake Tahoe. It was a bitter, cold, snowy, blizzarding day. (laughs) But when you proposed to me, I remember watching two seagulls soaring in the air and dipping and diving and swirling. And it was like they were doing a life dance together. And I wish I had a recording of the wonderful things you said when you proposed to me, but what I remember most is that sense that you were the person I wanted to do that life dance with, and I'm so glad that I said yes, but the engagement period was pretty difficult. What's kind of cool about that is coming home from Stephen and Maddie's wedding, we had the opportunity to come back by the very spot that you just referenced. That memory is still pretty strong. I remember not the words, not the details, but I remember being there and seeing what you saw and experiencing that moment. You know, I have to tell you, that was very emotional for me. I was surprised. I just thought it would be fun to pop over to the landing there on Lake Tahoe where you had proposed. But when we started sharing 
in that moment and coming right off of our last wedding, the fourth wedding, four children, four weddings, I remember feeling really overwhelmed by the life that we've shared, the goodness that we've shared, the blessing of all four children choosing well and people of quality being added to our family and now a grandchild. There's so much to be grateful for and I'm getting emotional again remembering it just now. So let's go back. This has been good to talk about now because it is good, but let's go back to the beginning when it was a cold, wonderful start, but where did it go from there? Right. So actually, before I flew to California, we were staying with your parents who lived in California at the time to attend your cousin's wedding. That weekend is when you proposed. And right before I flew out to be with you, I actually flew back to uh, my childhood home in Oklahoma because my grandfather had life-ending cancer, and I didn't know how many more times I would get to visit him. So it was a very painful trip home, had some difficult conversations with some family there. So I think when I arrived in California, and I had a feeling that we might be getting engaged while I was there. I think when I arrived there, I was full of quite a bit of pain around all of that stuff happening back home. So you get to California and you have another world to encounter. You're living in the painful world, but now you, you're in a different world, a different setting. Where does that go? Yeah, I think there was, talk about tumultuous, I think there was a lot of upheaval within my emotions because there were these really exciting, good things happening. And there were these really painful things happening at the same time. Um, to add a little more context to that experience, there was a family member who wasn't too excited about us getting married. And I remember the day after we were engaged, um, you went to the rehearsal for your cousin's wedding and I was invited to the rehearsal dinner. It would have been a fun time, but I was so overwhelmed with all the negative emotion from the pushback that I got from some of my family that I couldn't, I couldn't go with you. My emotions were too raw and painful. And I remember just sitting in your parents' living room while you were gone and they didn't directly address things, but just talked very gently and very peacefully. I don't remember what they said, but basically there was just an attitude of support and unconditional regard and acceptance for me. And it really was one of God's moments of grace in my pain. So you said yes, there was some pushback and you had to go back to face it. Well, soon after we were engaged, my grandfather passed away, and we went back um, to Oklahoma for the service. It was a very painful time. And the other thing that was going on during the time is my parents had separated, and um, their divorce, I think, was finalized maybe in March, sometime that spring. So during our engagement period, um, the divorce was finalized, and uh, that was a really painful thing. And... There were a lot of hard conversations, especially with my mom. Um, as I remember, my dad was kind of hard to get a hold of. Part of the time, I didn't know for sure where he was living. As it turned out, by the time our wedding day arrived, 
my dad was there at the wedding. So that was the first time my parents had seen each other since their divorce was our wedding day. So it was kind of a painful thing, awkward moment there. But what was probably the most painful situation or of that time period is I had a extended family that I was very close to. And there was a family member who was supposed to say a few words at my wedding. And he actually committed suicide the week that we got married. So uh, I'm preparing, finishing up my teaching job the last week of school. I'm preparing to fly to Oklahoma for our wedding and, you know, then the subsequent honeymoon. And I get the call um, that this family member had shot himself and was in the hospital in a coma. So that was just devastating. (laughs) A lot of pain. A lot of pain. And a lot of... uh... Was there any sense of stability during in, in that time? Yeah, the whole engagement period, I just remember being mostly, well, I will say this. I had an undergirding peace. That was the only way I could stand up to everything that I was facing during that time. And that peace gave me the sustenance, the strength. I guess now I would also call it God's empowering grace. This is Grace Intersect. I don't think we talk enough. We talk sometimes about grace being connected to forgiveness, but I think grace is also what empowers us to live. God's empowering grace was definitely with me through that time. I had had other relationships in my life opposed and never had the strength to stand up to that. But this time in this opposition toward our relationship, there was an undergirding peace that I knew that God had given me a gift in you and that I had his blessing in this situation. And that carried me through when these other things happened, my grandfather's death and my parents' divorce and my uncle's suicide. There was this sense that God was still undergirding our decision to marry and that there was peace for our union and for us to go ahead and move forward in the midst of all of this tragedy that I was walking through. So many people during 2020 have walked through incredible challenges because of COVID-19 and a lot of major life experiences have been put on hold or have been adjusted or some have just been missed. People are experiencing a lot of pain from all of that. And we look at this year as as a year of let's get it over with. Let's get it done. How did you feel about your engagement? Were you relieved or were you okay with the process because of the undergirding strength that you've, you were feeling? This may not be the answer that you want to hear. I don't know if we've actually talked about this before. That engagement period, even though you and I had some really great times, just the two of us, it was full of so much pain for me that as our children began marrying over these last years, I had to face things that I had just kind of buried because I was... At the time, I just needed to move forward with my dreams and my plans, no matter what life was throwing at me. I I hope that doesn't sound selfish. I mean it in a way of 
how I felt God's spirit was leading me, those things that I needed to do to survive and to create my own world, my own life as an adult. I needed to move forward through those things. So honestly, when I look back at the engagement period, I remember enjoying uh, your proposal. I remember that there was a snowman there. And so that makes me happy because I called him Parson Brown. And I think every winter I sing Winter Wonderland to you and probably drive you crazy and act like I'm 17 instead of 50, uh, whatever it is I am now. So there are some good memories, but mostly I re- I just wanted to get through it and get to my wedding day and to be married to you. And then, of course, the night before our wedding was stressful in its own right. That's another story. <laughs> That's another story for another time, and I'm sure we'll share that. No, when- I think it's part of this story, because I think part of the redemption of our story is the moment that you took the pastor's Bible during our ceremony. And that moment is made stronger by sharing just the this simple little story that the night before we were getting married outside, the night before, if you're from the South, you'll understand this, it was an Oklahoma golly washer. Actually, back then I would say golly washer because I had my R's in, my, in the word wash. But it, it stormed all night long and neither of us slept too much. I don't think you were in a different location, but I know that I didn't. And we had to make the decision the next day with, there was a, a little break in the storm, but we could see the clouds rolling in. Do we get married outside? Do we get married in a church? And we chose to get married outside. And so as I walked down the sidewalk towards you, the rain started. I remember that moment and I didn't care. <laughs> I don't know that I cared. Yeah, I cared. Yeah, you would have, but I didn't. All I knew was that you were coming toward me. That was that was what I was wanting. <laughs> I remember looking at the rain, holding my hands up, and just kind of laughing because, of course, it was going to rain <laughs> after everything we had been through on my outdoor wedding. So the rain became bad enough that most of our guests ran to their cars Many of them, I don't know how many, left, and we were in front of an old antebellum home, and the caretaker, it was a museum from pre-Civil War days, antebellum, and so the caretaker decided to open the foyer to let people have a place to go out of the rain, and then he removed the red rope and let you and me go up the stairs, and the bridal party, the maid of honor, the best man, and the bridal party came up the stairs with us. You and I were dry because we'd been on the porch. The best man, the maid of honor was dry because they had been on the porch and everyone else, guests, bridal party, everyone looked like drowned rats. (laughs) So we're standing up looking down on the sea of faces. They all have water dripping through them and trying to salvage our vows and our moment. And so we said our vows and we went on and then you took the pastor's Bible. It was a bit of an ad-lib situation, and spontaneity was uh, okay. I'm glad you did it. So Jerry reached out, asked for the pastor's Bible, and he read to me from Song of Solomon, Come away, my love. The rain is over. The winter is over and past. The rains have ended. I can't quote it exactly the same, but basically it was just the promise that the rains had ended and we were stepping into a new life. And Literally, in that moment, as he's reading this scripture, 
the sun breaks through the clouds. There was windows, high windows above us in this two-story, three-story home. And the sun shone on Jerry and me. I write romance novels. And frankly, it's one of those glorious endings that would almost be unbelievable if it wasn't true because of the way that we were just bathed in sunlight and the hope that we felt in that morning and that sense of God's favor and God's grace. There's always rain in life. It's not like because I got married, I got my happily ever after and never again had another problem. But I really was stepping into a new direction with you. I felt God's empowering grace to make that decision. And just like you said at the beginning of the podcast, how you would do it all over again for me, I would do it all over again for you, sweetheart. Oh, that's that's what everyone wants to hear, isn't it? So what's your takeaway to anybody that's facing these kind of challenges, not just in an engagement, but in a long-term upheaval in their life? I think peace is a very interesting thing because emotions and podcasters can't see my hands. I'm talking with my hands right now because I'm touching kind of my heart and, and I'm thinking of how emotions are sort of exterior. They're in your mind. Your mind races. You know, maybe you cry or, or, or get angry or whatever your emotions are. It's like they're kind, they're a part of you, but they're not the deepest part of you. And for me during that time, no matter how much I hurt, no matter how much I cried, the very deepest, most core part of me had peace. It was a knowing that I had God's blessing for the decisions I was making, and I had his empowering grace to move through it. So I think that's what I would say to someone else is go with the peace and really try to still make yourself quiet before the Lord and try to still your swirling thoughts. Ask to still them. Sometimes when they're swirling, you can't make your thoughts stop. Ask God to still your thoughts, to still your emotions, and look deep, deep inside. And I believe he'll lead you from that place. He'll show you what steps to take and he'll give you his empowering grace. God's grace shows up in a lot of different ways in our lives. And like you said earlier, so often we think of it in terms of salvation, being saved from our messes of life and and being accepted by his perfection. And his grace is what is also sustaining us. We are so taken care of by Him every moment, every day. We can count on it. His grace will never fail us. It will always be there. It is truly amazing. Thank you for joining us today on Grace Intersect. This episode is a very special one because Paula, my wife, has graciously participated and I loved every minute of it. Perhaps you will do it again. Just invite me back anytime you want. Thank you for listening today. My name is Jerry Moldenhauer, and this is the Grace Intersect Podcast. As we process grace together, please know your thoughts and or questions are welcome. Comments may be made at the graceintersect.com website or by emailing comments at graceintersect.com. Have a great day.